Hey everyone, welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. Can't believe we're on episode 10. It's actually more like episode 11 because I had my little intro, but super exciting. Double digits. I like it. (laughs) But it's really interesting to just see how I'm evolving and how everything feels when I talk about the podcast, and sometimes it kind of makes me reevaluate my own day-to-day life things where I'm like, I have a podcast and I should really know better. And I should really like be getting out of bed early and doing all this stuff because I talk about the tools that I use that are helpful. And I kind of see myself feeling like a fraud in some ways. But I also know that I'm not a fraud when I'm truly tuned into myself and I'm truly being of service and I'm going with the flow. I know that I have a lot of purpose here in that there's a lot of great things in my own life that I wanted to share. Today's episode is about something that I never, ever resonated with. I always felt like this was a bad thing, and now I'm understanding that It has a place in my life. It has a place in everyone's life. But determining that place and figuring out where it's safe to feel this specific emotion is really important. And also understanding that I can't really lash out at times if I feel like that's something that I need to do. So... It's just something that I've always struggled with a lot. And I wanted to talk about it because it came up earlier. And I figured this would be a perfect time to discuss anger. Growing up, I would never have considered myself an angry person. I wouldn't have considered myself someone who'd experienced anger a lot. But it was only because it was not recognized. And it was suppressed. And I didn't allow myself to feel anger at all, which actually manifested its way into my life. And it mostly showed up in resentment, which I think is essentially a form of anger that I definitely can resonate with more than I can with the word anger specifically. Anger and resentment are very alike. I think that resentment is kind of a festering anger. It's an anger that hasn't been expressed and then it lives in us for way longer. Similar kind of thing as frustration. I definitely resonate with the word frustration more than I do with anger. I understand frustration more than I would say that I understand anger, but it's similar. You know, it's having a repeatedly negative feeling towards something and it making you Internally angry. That's how I feel frustration feels like. It's like an internal anger. And it's 
Not as loud, maybe. I always view anger as loud. It's this outlandish situation. I always actually equated anger to rage. I deeply misunderstood anger. And I misunderstood its place as an emotion that can be very helpful. Earlier today, Jess had sent over a text about how Mars is in retrograde. And I'm really not an expert on astrology. I don't know too much about it. But attending the moon circles and understanding what's going on is really helpful. And it's kind of a way to get ahead sometimes of certain energies. So she wrote in the text how Mars being in retrograde can bring up feelings of anger. Mars is going to be in retrograde from today until November 13th. And she sent this text message giving us some information, which was like really great. But I kind of got nervous. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to experience anger. Like, I don't I don't like anger. I don't like feeling angry. I don't resonate with the feeling of anger. Sadness? Yeah, I'm totally comfortable with being sad. I'll admit that. I guess I identify very strongly with that emotion of sadness because it's more inward. It's more this internal thing that I can turn inside. And it's not like this out of control feeling, which I feel anger is. Growing up, I viewed both of my parents in certain lights that they were extremely angry people at a lot of times. It's all deep-rooted. It had nothing to do a lot of the times with what I did, even though sometimes it did because I did act out. But a lot of the anger that they displayed was rooted in older situations that they just brought forward and they didn't know how to deal with it. So I saw a lot of anger. It was never physical. It was just always an emotional type of anger. And it frightened me. I did not like seeing other people angry because it felt like something I could not control. It felt very outlandish. It just felt like something that I would never be able to get someone to not be angry when they're in that place of anger. And that was really frightful. I was afraid in those situations because I didn't know how to calm them down. I didn't understand how to do that at all. And I still do not know how to deal with angry people. I don't know how to deal with anger when I'm the one who's experiencing it. And for so long, I pushed any feelings of anger deep, deep down. And what built was a resentment entirely. Like, I can honestly say that I have been extremely resentful towards a lot of people in my life because I viewed them as a sort of factor in why I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Like with my mom and her suggesting I go into accounting and me listening to that, I had a resentment towards my mother for leading me in that direction, but it really had nothing to do with my mom anymore. I was an adult for the most part. I didn't act like an adult and I really didn't have (laughs) adult-like tendencies at that age, but for all intents and purposes, I was able to make my own decisions. I just didn't want to deal with the consequences of 
doing something that someone didn't like and then them being angry with me. A lot of people say, like, I'm not angry with you. I'm disappointed. And I actually (laughs) was not super afraid of disappointment as much as I was afraid of anger. And I know a lot of it is rooted in the fact that my dad passed away. And I don't remember this happening, but my mom said I was so angry. So angry. Like, full of rage. I was angry at her. I was, like, throwing stuff. And I just, like, could not contain myself with that anger. And, like, part of me believed that maybe I got all of the anger that I needed to get at when I was younger at that point. Like, I really believed that maybe, like, because I had all that anger, I angered myself out. But that's not true. (laughs) I know that's not true because that's not the way it works. I eventually just did not allow myself to feel anger for anything in relationship to me. I actually remember a few years ago, I was just like on my spiritual journey, but I still like didn't understand how to set any boundaries. I was still hanging out with people that really weren't aligned, but it was fun, you know, early 20s. I like the drama still, and I was, I like the chaos. And I was newly single, I guess. So it wasn't, I mean, it was 24, 25-ish. Newly single, going out. And I got into a situation where the person who had driven me got really drunk. So I couldn't go home with her. And we were like at a bar and then her and her boyfriend were fighting and it became this whole big thing. And I tried to break up the fight and she like literally attacked me while trying to get to him. And basically punched me in the face. It was like such a crazy situation. (laughs) I literally had no feelings of being mad at her. I was stranded. It was like not a safe situation. I was stranded and I had to like get a cab home. And it was like really late and I was by myself. And it just really wasn't a safe space for me to be in. But I literally had no anger towards her at all for what had happened and it wasn't because I didn't I shouldn't have been because I think that anger in that moment would have been actually a really valid response and I think it might have actually helped me kind of let people know that they can't treat me like that but I never understood how to put my foot down because I never wanted to display anger towards someone else so I wasn't angry at her and I remember telling a few of my friends about it and they were like so mad they were very angry when they heard what had happened and I kind of was laughing about it like why are you so mad like I'm fine everything's fine and they're like don't you understand that's not okay and I didn't I thought that that was fine I thought that situation was totally I mean like I wasn't happy with it and I didn't see her for a little bit but I wasn't like angry with her I didn't feel like that deep anger when I think that would have been a healthier response than me just being like oh you know what that's how she is and that's where I guess my confusion and reservations about feeling anger are is that I really don't feel like 
anger serves me. Because I've seen people who are extremely angry and get themselves into situations and the situations that they've gotten themselves in, I would never want to be in. And I really am not typically in confrontational situations because I don't have this angry energy and I don't get angry over a lot of things. So I don't attract anger in a lot of ways from other people. I'm usually the, like, the calming person now. I mean, I wasn't. That's not how I was my entire life. But I definitely have always been gifted with words. I've been able to kind of like tone things down in a way methodically. And that's just a skill that I've always had. I've never had that like outlandish, I need to react super angrily right now to get my point across because I had always seen like through my mom, whenever she had gotten angry, she would always regret it. And I never really wanted to have a situation where I would say something that I would regret or I'd say something in a way that I would regret saying it. Like maybe I could say it calmly and that not manifesting itself in this huge situation. But anytime I ever kind of fought back with the similar kind of energy, with that similar kind of anger, it blew up way out of proportion and then it would be a disaster and I never really wanted to be the cause of a disaster I remember once I was in (laughs) hey mom if you're listening but I was in my apartment well her apartment in a community and we were all living together it was a two-bedroom apartment my mom my dad and me my dad was like sick at that point I was just moved in, hadn't lived with my parents in a few years, but I was going through this breakup. I remember it was like when I first got a job working, like I was working at my nonprofit that I work at now, but I was also working at another job. So I was working like two days a week there, two days a week for the foundation or three days a week. So I was mostly full-time hours, just like not at the same place. I remember like going home and my mom like wanting me to contribute to the apartment or like wanting to like interact with me and me going home like I need to decompress after work like I can't constantly be bombarded with like all these questions and anger and blah 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 I couldn't deal with it and like I was getting older so I kind of was getting to the point where like I didn't want to I didn't want her to treat me like a child. I didn't think I deserved to be treated like a child because I was doing everything essentially that she wanted me to do. I got the jobs and I was doing the accounting and I had this resentment against her that I was doing this accounting and I wasn't liking the stuff that I was doing on a day-to-day basis. So it was like all this resentment building up, but like her like being aggressive at one point. And I remember me like screaming at her because she was like knocking on my door and saying like, you can't just come in and just go to your room. And I had asked her, like, just give me an hour to decompress. Like, that's all I want. And she had agreed. And then like, literally I came home and that was not the case. And she like freaked out at me and I went off. I think that is the last time that I remember being extremely angry and like completely set off was that point. And like, this was four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. And I don't remember being that angry ever again because I had 
completely fought back at her, probably in a more aggressive way than she was fighting back with me. But I was like, all these resentments and frustrations were built up that I just like blew up, blew up. Except for the time where I screamed at her when I was like meditating. But I just really was so angry and I regretted it immediately because I always thought that anger, like I said, was this loud, outlandish emotion that's focused at other people. And I've always been comfortable with emotions that are more focused internally because that's more manageable in a way that other people don't see it. So it's more secretive. (laughs) I've always been a secretive kind of person in some aspects. Obviously, I share and that's I'm actually very open. But there's certain things that I get very much in my head about. I think it's my Scorpio moon. I get very like deep emotionally and I'll like be sitting there completely lost in thought. But I'm like super comfortable with being that way. If I'm like upset about something or whatever, I'm comfortable with just sitting there like mulling over my thoughts. And I'm usually pretty comfortable with not speaking to people about them in certain ways. I usually speak to them after I've experienced the emotion instead of like during it. I think that's pretty common with a lot of people, but it's also common when it's not this anger emotion. Because anger, I think, is very obvious in some aspects. Like if someone does something and it makes you angry, like there's an obvious cause and effect. But I've always been like the kind of person that like will feel a sadness for seemingly no reason and like kind of having to investigate why I'm feeling that way. So it's very much an internal conversation that I'm having to see like, hey, what's going on? But with anger, I don't feel that way. I feel like it's just so loud and I really never liked the way it felt because it's that need to control and I don't like being out of control and then I kind of like force myself to not feel this anger and then it it builds up it boils and then it comes to a head and I see it kind of seeping out in silly things that typically wouldn't make me angry before our um buzzer rang for our apartment and we just found out (laughs) That someone is stealing our packages in our building. So, like, there's someone coming in. Someone's letting them in. We don't know, like, if they're just buzzing the buzzer and, like, someone's just, like, saying, okay. But me and John are guilty of it because we get a lot of packages. And, like, if someone buzzes into our apartment, we're just like, all right. So, we don't know if someone's just kind of, like, buzzing in and not paying attention to who they're buzzing in. So, now we're getting, like, really paranoid about it. But... John was like, I was in the shower and I hear the buzzer and I was like, was that the buzzer? Because I'm waiting for something to come. And he was like, what? And I was like, was that the buzzer? And like, obviously he can't hear me. I'm in like the bathroom with the door closed, taking a shower. And I was like starting to get like really frustrated that he couldn't hear me, even though it like literally is not his fault. I'm in the shower. So I was just thinking I was like getting like my blood started to boil a little bit and I was getting like really frustrated that like he wasn't able to hear me and I kind of thought back to like when I was younger and me and my mom and my dad would kind of scream at each other in the other rooms but none of us could like hear anyone and then like my mom would be like Erin and I'd be like yeah and then she wouldn't hear me and then like start screaming bloody murder 
And I was like, dude, I was answering you the whole time. And I would get like super frustrated because she was all mad now. So I always have these glimpses of feeling angry or like having these anger episodes. And I really just never liked feeling that way. I think that a lot of people actually like anger (laughs) or it's easier for them to feel anger than it is for them to go inward and like feel sad, which is understandable. But I always felt, even though my mom felt anger a lot, I always felt it was kind of more of a masculine emotion, which is such a toxic way to feel. I don't think that any emotion should ever be typecasted to one gender or someone who is gender fluid. Their emotions. We're human. Everyone feels what we are going to feel. I always kind of felt like it was something that I wasn't allowed to feel. And I always viewed people who felt anger in a certain way as weak. Because they couldn't control themselves. And I thought that it was a weak emotion to feel, especially with women. Because I was like, why can't you just, like, pull it together? Like, stop being so angry. Like, it's fine. You know, calm down, which is one of the most infuriating things. I know that when people tell me to calm down, if I'm, like, stressed out about something, that's the worst thing you can say. That's common knowledge to never tell someone who's angry or frustrated or stressed to calm down. I always viewed it as, like, this kind of weak emotion with women. I didn't view sadness that way, you know? Like, I just viewed sadness as sadness. That's, like, okay. But, like, with men, it was, like, totally acceptable. So it's really fascinating to see how anger has related to my own life and how I've never let myself healthily use anger as a tool. I've never let myself feel that emotion. So it kind of does become this thing that's unmanageable when it comes to the surface. So my practice with anger lately has been allowing myself to feel angry when it comes up, but also understanding that there's a certain type of finesse that you have to do because you can't just scream your head off at your boss. That's not an acceptable action to take in a work environment. I don't really want to do that. I think it's not professional. But I also think that we have to rethink all of the emotions and like allowing people to feel certain things. But understanding that we don't have to victimize other people while we're feeling our own emotions as well. Growing up, I allowed myself to, I guess, verbally be unkind to other people or not take nice action. And I never realized it was like this anger that was built up inside of me. I just always thought it was me trying to be cool or me trying to get a reaction out of someone. There was an anger there. It's something I explored. And I definitely think that a lot of it did root back into my dad passing away when I was very young. And even though I had a reason for what I was feeling and I had a reason that I felt that way, I now know that just because there's a reason why I'm feeling a certain way is not an excuse to victimize other people while I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And I think that's kind of hard for some to realize that we can't just go with what we can, but it's not in anyone's best interest to just go around like being super aggressive or being so victimizing to other people. Like what good comes out of that? hurt people hurt people entirely i know that to be true in my own life but it's also up to us to do the healing to heal the things that hurt so we help others heal instead of hurting them so that's really what my journey has been about is figuring out what needs healing doing that and sharing it 
So I'm realizing now that I have to be okay with anger because it's just an emotion that comes up living this human life. And it also can be really powerful in the thing that Jess had sent over talking about Mars being in retrograde. She was saying like anger means action in a lot of ways. People get so fired up. It's a fiery kind of energy that they take action. And I definitely see that with the political climate is that like people are angry. People are sick and tired of the way that things are and have been for way too long. So they're angry. They're fired up. They want change and they're fighting for that change. I understand that. That I can get on board with. And that's where I think anger is a really useful tool is because it causes change. There's something that comes out of anger in a lot of ways that can be really great if we are purposeful in using it as an outlet instead of this energy that we don't know what to do with and it becomes like a bomb. So it's really about figuring out how to use it as an agent for change instead of using it to blow everyone up. And I never knew that anger could be that kind of agent for change. I just thought it was this outlandish reaction that people had when they didn't know how to control themselves. And then when I like beat myself up for feeling anger or feeling this frustration or feeling whatever I was feeling, I caused more anger. I caused more resentment towards myself and towards other people. Something that I've been doing recently is like I've been feeling this anger come up like seemingly out of nowhere. So I know that it has to be. I mean, you can feel angry for no reason. That's totally acceptable. It definitely happens when I get my period or right before it. And there's a lot of times that I do feel anger and I feel it physically. Like I feel it build up like my chest and like everything starts to get hot. And I never liked that. That was like scary for me that like my body can get this reaction like that. Like that I never got with sadness. Never got that like hot with sadness. That's not, (laughs) that's not really how it works. But anger is like this physical bodily reaction too which is super interesting and maybe that's why like it's also an agent for change because like you got to do something about it so there's been times the actually the last few times that I like really wrote in my journal for a while when it wasn't like based on a journal prompt was when I was feeling angry it was like literally I had to stand up like stomp out of the room being like so angry and like go into my journal and just like scribble down all these emotions that were coming up for I had no idea what reason or I would write it out and the reason would kind of come up in the journal and I would like look at it and it didn't even look like I wrote it because it was like this hot burning energy so frantic instead of like (laughs) lashing out at the other person that I was interacting with or lashing out about the situation. I just went and wrote about it. And it seems like that wouldn't really get out the energy, but it does. Because there's something, especially with that movement of the body, because anger is such a bodily reaction. I felt a million times better. I was like, oh, wait, I'm not really that angry anymore. This doesn't always happen. Sometimes I write it out. I'm still like kind of angry and bothered. But journaling when I'm super angry, instead of like lashing out at the other person or being passive aggressive, 
passive aggressiveness is really how I lived for so long because I was afraid to like portray that anger, but I was never afraid to be passive aggressive because it would just automatically come out because I wasn't allowing myself to feel this anger that I became passive aggressive. I would never identify as angry, but passive aggressive, yeah, I can see that. They're the same thing, just coming out in different forms. Anger, it can be really helpful to see why we are angry if there's a situation popping up that's continuously causing us this anger. I used to be in the car with someone who's always having road rage, and that scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I've never seen you so angry, but all the anger came out on the road. And then I would be angry on the road, and I was like, oh, I never let myself feel angry, but here it is, coming out, cursing out people driving. I definitely think anger can be a really helpful tool if we use it, if we understand it, and then we take action in a direction that causes change instead of taking action that's just screaming our head off at other people, making them feel terrible. And my journey with anger has really been about understanding it and seeing that it doesn't have to be like this super reactive, pointless emotion that you regret all the time, which is what I really thought it was because that's what I was shown growing up. It can actually be a really useful tool in a lot of ways if we choose to put purpose behind it. That's why I went to the Women's March in 2019. I was angry. Me and my mom, her friend, her neighbor, we all went. We were with other angry people. We wanted to make a difference. We knew that that anger had a reason behind it and a valid one. So that's why it's so important to allow it instead of pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down like I did for so long. So that's really... Well, I wanted to talk about with anger today and I wanted to read a card and then mindfulness moment, our little pause. The message is work your magic. Wow, I opened up right to the page, guys. That was cool. This doesn't really happen. The master is St. Germain and it's you have the power to resolve the situation you're inquiring about. This card signifies your untapped magical abilities, which you've used successfully in the past. Pull these abilities out of storage and use them to work your magic now. Your clear and focused intentions, positive expectations, prayers, decrees, and action steps all create the healings and manifestations you desire. Decide clearly what you will and won't accept in this situation, as your clarity will bring immediate results. Have steady faith in a positive outcome. Study alchemy and manifestation principles. It's a good one. It's funny that they just brought up alchemy because my favorite book ever is The Alchemist. I reread it at least once a year. So I'll link that as well because it came up like a few times in the last week or so for me. I'll link it down. It's like super short, great fiction book. And it helped me so much in my journey. Now we'll go into our moment. If you want to... Sit up in your chair a little bit. Just watch your breath as it goes in and out. Now, if you want to imagine a yellow sun right above your belly button, that's your solar plexus. And it's our power center. 
As you close your eyes, just imagine the sun radiating from right above your belly button. And as you breathe in and out, the sun gets bigger and bigger. And at one point, it'll take over your whole body, this powerful sun, and it'll radiate out into the entire room. And then it will radiate out into your entire home, then out bigger and bigger, and then let it grow out to the whole block. This sun, shining bright, radiating outside of you into your whole town, into the whole city, the whole state. Just let this sun radiate out from you as big as it can go to the whole country. To the whole world. To the whole galaxy. To the whole universe. Your own power fills up the entire universe. You have everything that you ever need inside of you. You don't need to doubt your own strength. You are so powerful. And now as you breathe in and out, let that entire sun that's filled up the entire universe get smaller and smaller again. It'll go from other galaxies to this one. Reading it back from Earth into your country, back down into your state, smaller and smaller, then to your city. Smaller and smaller into your town. Now it's only as big as your block. And now it's as small as the building that you're in. 
Now the sun is the size of your room. And now it's back inside of you. This yellow sun lives in you. And you have the power of the universe within. If you want to take a deep breath in with me, I'm going to do two at your own pace. Start with a deep inhale in. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you're listening. And I'll catch you on the next one.